Welcome to the all new William B. Henry experience. Talking to business owners, local community leaders, and just overall cool people. This season is sponsored by the Billings Chamber of Commerce. Go to www.billingschamber.com. Welcome to the William B. Hinder Experience, and we're back in the chop shop, and I am delighted to have a good friend of mine, actually. He is uh, doing some major things in the city, so I thought it was really cool to have him in the studio. I'm in the studio today with the time, which is how are you, sir? I'm doing great, William. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Thanks for coming, man. I wanted to have you on the show because I'm going to back up to a conversation that we had about, I don't say, close to a year ago, maybe a little shorter than the time of that. We're sitting in a restaurant. And actually, you had, you had texted me. We met at a restaurant, and you told me that you were going to run for city council. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I just remember thinking to myself, you're probably one of the brightest guys I know, but probably one of the most quiet guys I know personally, <laughs> like from what I say. So I was yeah. like, whatever I can do to support that mission, because I, I truly believe that you're going to do some, some powerful things. So I appreciate the fact that you decided to step up and uh, and do some city work, man. Well, thank you. I, I, I do remember that day. It was, um, it's actually, I think, December or January, so not quite a year okay. yet, but uh, we've done a lot in that last year. Um, you know, I kind of made the decision uh, mid-February uh, with the family that uh, this was something that, that we could do, and the kids were supportive of it, which is, you know, they're in high school, so you got to consider those things. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a community service opportunity. Um, you know, there's a lot of great things going on in buildings. I want to make sure that we can take advantage of as many of them as we can. Yeah, so I know you've done, so let me back up a little bit. I know you've done a lot of work behind the scenes in the city. So I know you work with Parks and Recs and I know you do some other things. I know you sat on some councils as well. So talk about just some of your overall experience in that space in the city. Sure. Yeah, so really with the city, my uh, primary experience has been with the uh, Parks Board. I've been on that board for eight years, uh, the last three years as the chair of that board. Uh, we've been really involved in trying to help council understand uh, the policies and, and funding mechanisms to, to build and maintain our parks. Uh, specifically here in the last few years, it's really been how do we go about uh, building out all these un- undeveloped and underdeveloped parks around the city. You see them all, all over the place, from Castle Rock in the Heights to Cottonwood out in the, in the West End, uh, Colson Park along the river. I mean, we've got them all over the place. Uh, and and we're, we've just been sitting on these things for, for decades uh, without a, a funding uh, mechanism to, to get those built out. So uh, we've been working on how do we uh, present things to council that they can uh, digest and understand and, and you know move forward politically because it, you know at the end of the day it's a political process. You got to get it past the voters and, and um, you know make sure there's community support for it. But uh, we we see a lot of momentum in the in the community for building out our parks, building out our trail system. Uh, you know, this last year and a half has been uh, just incredible with uh, when people were locked down, I really needed an outlet, uh, the ability to get out in the community, out in, in our parks and on our trails uh, provided a lot of mental sanity, I think, to a lot of us. So so you mentioned the word that I like to toy with a lot. You said the politics. So poly meaning meaning ticks, meaning blood sucking. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the thing I like about and that's that's a true thing, by the way. Um, I looked it up Latin descent. Um, so what I what I thought was really interesting is your platform stance, mm-hmm. right? So so you didn't run on one party or another. So talk about That's your right. decision to do that. Yeah. And council was supposed to be a nonpartisan uh, body. 
Uh, and certainly, you know, we all bring our kind of thoughts and biases and perspectives to, to council. But uh, when I was uh, figuring out whether I was going to run or not, I talked to uh, almost everybody on council and asked them a lot of the, the same questions. And one of the questions I asked them is, what about the political divisions? What about the partisanship? Uh, and to a T, every one of them said, the partisanship on council is making things harder to get things done. Right. We need to be able to put aside our own kind of personal biases and just focus on what's important for the city, uh, what's going to be the best uh, for the residents here. And, you know, how do we move everybody forward uh, together? Uh, so I decided that independence was going to be a key part of uh, what I was bringing to the table. Um, I want to be able to have those conversations with everybody across the board. Uh, and, you know, like I said, a lot of people are, are more open about their, their partisan alliances and affiliations, and that's fine. That works for them. Um, but, you know, I want to be able to work with everybody on council, uh, regardless of what they're bringing to the table, um, and, and find ways to, to just solve problems in the community. Uh, so, like I said, independence is a key part of what I'm trying to do. Uh, it would have been a lot easier, a lot less walking around uh, if I had affiliated with one of the parties. And, you know, they would have given me a list of here's all the uh, people that you need to go talk to because they're going to vote and they're our party and you need to just get these people out to vote. But that's that's not how I decided to approach it. And I think that's the thing for me when you were talking to me about it that made it so intriguing and so refreshing. Like, I just want to solve problems. I don't have time to be caught up in the rigmarole of, you know, this versus that. So I commend you for taking that stance because I'm sure you basically are creating a, a blueprint. Not that it hasn't been done before, but a, a different blueprint than, you know, just saying, hey, pick a party and here's the recipe to do it. Sure. And it's weird. You can go out and talk to people. Um, some people are very hung up on, are you a Republican or a Democrat? Are you conservative, liberal, all those types of things? Um, it, it, for the most part, I'm able to talk to them and get them to understand that uh, I'm trying to not focus on those labels because as soon as you put a label on something, uh, people put blinders up and you can't have conversations about the, the policies that we want to have here in buildings and what's going to, uh, what's going to be best for the community. Um, as soon as you kind of discard with those labels, people open up and they start talking about what's important to them and their approaches. Uh, and, you know, there, no one political kind of approach has a monopoly on good ideas, right? We've heard this before. Uh, but it's so hard once you start throwing those labels out there um, to to, re to remember that um, and, and understand that, you know, somebody else might be coming to the table with a different perspective on something. Uh, it doesn't mean they're wrong or that they're trying to destroy the country or, you know, what have you. Um, they're just bringing a different perspective and, and we can work together to, to kind of um, you know, recognize what the end goals are and find ways to get there. Yeah. So you mentioned something also that I thought was really important that, you know, you sat out with your family before making this decision uh, to move in this direction. So talk about the impact on your family with regards mm -hmm. to this process. Yeah, it's certainly not like you're running for council or your governor or anything like that, or I'm sorry, uh, the Congress uh, or the governor. Uh, council is, is probably 20 to 25 hours a week uh, on average where I've heard uh, different council members uh, spend there. Uh, so it's a significant chunk of time. You know, there's evenings, there's there's meetings all over the place. I'm, I'm fortunate my, um, you know, my profession allows me some flexibility. I can uh, do a lot of those things during the day. Uh, but there will be certainly an impact on our family. Um, you know, dinner time and you know some evening meetings and those types of things might be impacted. I wanted to make sure everybody was okay with that and and you know understood why I was considering it and and you know could get on board. So if you so here's here's on the spot question. If you had one thing in the city to change immediately, you had the one. What would be that one thing you could change, right? Quickly. I, I think really just this kind of um, this attitude of you know you're you're either with me or you're 
anti, uh, you know, anti-American or you know whatever. Um, it, and it's it's not necessarily something that's specific to, to Billings, but it's it's certainly you know around the country right now. Uh, like I said, if you're not uh, aligned with me politically, you're you're out to destroy what it is that I think you know is best for the country. Um, and so I, I choose to, to do that and, and get rid of that, you know, nationally. So you got, so you've been in this now seven months campaigning. Just tell me, tell me what's the, probably the most eye-opening experience that you had over <laughs> the seven months of campaign. Yeah, it, it, it certainly has been a, a, an eye-opening experience um, and, and really just kind of getting to know myself a bit. What I really thought, of, what I, what I wondered the most when I was trying to make this decision was, um, am I going to do be able to do what it takes to get the, the job. Um, I'm really geeky. I love the policy. I love the budgets and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I figured that if I could get the job, then um, I wouldn't have a problem with that policy type of side. Um, but getting out and talking to people, um, you know, it's not my forte, right? I didn't know if I would uh, enjoy that or, or even tolerate it. Um, but I've spent um, countless hours walking neighborhoods and talking to people. I gotta tell you, it's something uh, eye-opening for me that I've actually really enjoyed those conversations. Um, it is it is remarkable to walk up to somebody and introduce yourself, and if you can get them talking, um, you know, you kinda, you learn after a while that you can't make any assumptions when you walk up to them, uh, because you have no idea what's gonna come out of their mouth, um, and, and what uh, issues are important to them, and what perspectives they're bringing. Um, I mean, 50-50 shot, if you're lucky, getting that stuff right. Um, it's, it's really been eye-opening that I've, I've enjoyed those conversations. And, you know, I was talking to Kim the other day, uh, for <laughs> listeners, my wife. Um, I was talking to her and, and, and said, um, you know, not only do you not know what people are going to talk about, um, but I didn't know that, how do I say this? Um, I kind of always assumed that politicians were, um, faking it when they they talk to people um, and a lot of them might be um, but i found that i actually enjoy uh, listening to people and understanding what's coming from them uh, so it hasn't been hard um, but that is definitely a, a, a learning about myself so it's funny because like i probably would have painted you with a different brush right i'm just talking about my personal experience with you right mm -hmm. i know you to be highly intelligent you know i know you do things a lot of things behind the scenes I know you're a major driver behind the scenes. And that's what I think I was just shocked when you said you got to go out and like kiss babies and shake hands. Right. I just wouldn't I just wouldn't have seen that. So, you know, congratulations for to you for it being this serious that you were willing to, you know, peel that part of your personality back and be able to do that. That's huge. Man. Yeah, it's, it's been a real growth experience. Um, anytime you kind of force yourself to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, and do things that you're not, um, you know, that's not necessarily within your wheelhouse. Um, it's it's a good thing. It's been uh, a good experience. So I got to ask you this because we have at least, so I know you got two boys and I got a daughter, but we have a child in the same grade, right? Mm -hmm. How are your kids? How are your kids with this? Man? Just, they they yeah. don't really seem to care at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what I thought, but I didn't want to say that, right? I, uh, you know, when, when we were first talking about it and um, and I asked them, what do you think? Do you, do you think I should do it? Um, Thomas, my older son, said, yeah, I think you should do it. You have a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> opinions are easy, but, <laughs> you know, they haven't wanted to, be, wanted to be involved. They haven't walked around neighborhoods or anything like that, and I don't expect them to. I've been uh, really, uh, you know, fortunate that Kim has walked with me a bunch just, you know, to help with the exercise and whatnot. But, 
Um, Adam came out once, uh, I think, but after that he learned to have a better excuse ready to go whenever, whenever we said anything. Uh, but yeah, they, they haven't really seemed to care too much. I've been trying to be uh, respectful of them and not, you know, go out and, you know, uh, carry signs around West High as everybody's getting dropped off. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, we're coming down to crunch time, so I'll probably be out with some street corners with some signs here pretty soon. <laughs> So what's the one thing? So Ward 5, right? Mm -hmm. So what does that ward encompass? Because yep. if you're ignorant like me, I just found out like 20 minutes ago about Ward yeah. 5. It's, uh, it's mostly 19th and Colton and South and West. Okay. Um, so you take 19th, you go all the way out to Zimmerman and then down to Grand. You know, and, and you know, 19th down to Central and then down 24th, uh, essentially. So it's a um, fairly large. It's, it's a large geographic ward. It's a fairly diverse ward. We've got a lot of residential uh, in there, established communities, uh, as well as a lot of the commercial district and buildings that's in uh, Ward 5. Okay. So so Tom didn't ask me to do this. I'm doing this because I, I believe what he's doing. If somebody wants to financially help your campaign, can they do that? Yeah, they can certainly go to the, the website, uh, tomrupsis.com, uh, and, and uh, donate. Uh, I think the timing might be kind of weird uh, just with the, uh, the campaigns. Uh, the election's over November 2nd, so... Um, I'm certainly not looking necessarily for financial support, but, you know, talk, get to get out to your neighbors and your friends and, and let them know, you know, what we're doing and uh, kind of what my approach to the, the position is. Yeah. So he's not looking for it, but I want to say it out loud, you know, uh, no money, no mission. So I'm a firm believer in that. So if you can't support, I'd ask you to not only support financially, but, you know, you know, shoot Tom a message. Um, I know he's very responsive. I know he's very committed to making this this city a better city. So he's doing some really, really powerful things. So TomRipsis.com uh, for those of you guys who are in Ward 5 and want to meet the person who's running for council. So can't leave my show without um, telling me, you know, you're doing a lot of big things in the community, Tom. What's that one thing, that motto, that driver that gets you up every day to get you going? Yeah, I, I kind of go back to I had a project at, when I used to work at McDonald's and their corporate offices outside Chicago. We were on this big project, and, and one of our leaders on the project, uh, in order to get us past uh, certain points where we would be stuck and be spinning on a, 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 uh, an idea, um, he'd, he'd say, you know what, let's make the decision and then reserve the right to get smarter. So. Uh, I always, I always go to back to that to say, you know, I reserve the right to get smarter, um, and, I, and I've come back to that even a, a lot over the last couple of weeks as I've been filling out questionnaires and, and doing forums. Um, I will say something, and then inevitably two days later, I'm going to learn something else that says, oh, I wish I had said that or written that differently, uh, and it's just inevitable that's going to happen. But I do, I reserve the right to get smarter. I'm, I'm all about that every day, just trying to learn something new and then figuring out uh, what's the best way forward. Hey, so for those of you guys in Ward Five, again, I I I know Tom Roots is the man. I you know I know he's going to do great things. Even if he doesn't get that position, he's going to do great things because he's already been doing great things. But for those of you all who are looking for that candidate, I would highly recommend getting to know Tom a little bit better. Man, I really appreciate you coming and sharing your knowledge on the show. If there's anything else I can do to help you, know how to get over. Right, so, so appreciate it, that one. Thanks for the time today. No problem. We signing out. The experience.